0: Hey there, in today's episode, I'm going to share a fun way to celebrate the new year with your own personal top 10 list. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle, with over a million downloads and counting. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your Master Certified Coach and Midlife Mentor, and I am so glad to be here with you again. The topic I want to coach you on today is about starting a new midlife tradition for New Year's, one that's meaningful and fun on a couple of levels. Today, we're talking about how to create your own personal top 10 list, highlighting the top 10 days of your year. But just quick, before we dive into that, I want to mention a few things. I want to make sure you know about the free download that is perfect for you if you're thinking about doing a vision board. So download your free Regret Proof Your Vision Board worksheet and learn the seven easy steps to make a vision board that really works. Head on over to www.Susierosenstein.com forward slash regret proof vision, and you'll get your copy right away in your email and you'll be ready to go. And one more thing, if you're a midlife entrepreneur who's feeling a little stuck these days, well, maybe a lot stuck, (laughs) well, you're going to want to stay tuned very closely because I'll be making a huge announcement in a couple of weeks about an opportunity just for you. It will help you share your message in a very good way. Coming soon, and you're going to love it. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast and get on my mailing list so you don't miss a thing. Okay, so here we go with today's show. Today's episode is inspired by a fun and meaningful New Year's tradition and two interesting men, believe it or not. So you may recall virtually meeting the first one way back in Episode 78 on a show about traditions and celebrations, and he is my uncle, Bob Schneeweiss. And the second man, well, you're going to know this name, but you probably don't know him personally. (laughs) It's David Letterman. So let's dig in. I interviewed my uncle who did an amazing job of celebrating life with really fun, sentimental and meaningful traditions. And like I said, that person was my Uncle Bob. I'll put a link in the show notes to that interview, of course, um, because you're going to want to listen to it. It was terrific. I'd been watching him do this sort of thing for years, and I was really blown away by it. He would celebrate little things like playing backgammon with his wife, who was my aunt, and keeping track of the winners of significant games on a Friendly's Fribble Cup. (laughs) You don't know what Friendly's is. It was an ice cream place on the East Coast, and they had a drink called Fribble, and they kept the cup and they made labels, and it was always alive and well on the top of the fridge. And it was a big deal. It was so fun to watch. He would also celebrate bigger things like the 50th anniversary of his graduation from the University of Miami. And he would celebrate with all kinds of stuff, all this university stuff. It was around the house for a week, like, you know, little pom poms and stuff. And he even dug out his senior ring and wore that too. But the one thing I watched him do for many years is the thing I want to share with you today. It's about making your personal top 10 list as part of your New Year's tradition. And it's not just any old list. It's inspired by David Letterman. This list has personal significance because it's about your top 10 days of the year. Now, this idea has a hidden surprise to it, and I'll share that in a few minutes. So as great as you can already tell that the top 10 day thing is, it's even better. It's a terrific way to close out the year and get ready for the new year. Okay, so here's how this idea works. I've broken it down into six simple steps. Step number one is to identify your top days of the year. So go back and think about the year. Look at your calendar. Think about where you went, what you did, who you saw. Think about different parts of your life too. Your family, your friends, your work, your play, your projects, all the things. So start making this list, but don't vet the list just yet. This step is about the top days. So don't worry about how many of them you have and don't worry about which ones were the best. I just want you to, you know, really think carefully and go through this however you think will really help you remember the good ones and write them down. Just get all the remarkable days for whatever reason, because it's personal after all, get all of the good ones on the list. So you might wanna start by going month by month After you do that, you may want to think about seasons or events or vacations or projects just to help you jog your memory. If you keep a journal, even better, or a detailed calendar, that's the best. Whatever works for you, make the list. Okay, step number two is to identify the people who were involved in these top days. So just go back to your list and add the names next to each top day. Now, there's a really important reason for this, which we'll get to in a couple of minutes. Uh, But it is super fun to think about all of these people being part of your life like this. It's just such a fun way to remember the year. Now, step number three is to take a close look at your list and think about why you chose these specific days. Now, this is a fun little step because you're likely to smile the whole time and you'll start to see patterns. You'll start to see what you really love, what you really love to do, what you really love to experience, and you'll gain insight into what you really cherish. Now, I know you probably have an urge to skip this step, but I really want to encourage you to just take a couple of minutes and notice something deeper about why you picked it. Why did this remarkable day make your list? Now, this information will also be super useful for you next year. And I'll tell you again, I'll tell you more about that in a couple of minutes. Step number four is to narrow down your list to the top 10 days. So now that you've really taken a look at some of the highlights for you in the last year, go ahead and whittle the list down and have your David Letterman moment. (laughs) Now, it's really interesting to note that my uncle never did top 10 in terms of, you know, getting down to the number one top day. And he also didn't ever publish his list. He liked to keep that to himself. But you can do whatever you want. I just wanted to share it because it was his idea, so I just want to share how he did it. Okay, now you might think you're done. (laughs) But wait, there's more. Step number five is to contact those people who were involved in one of your top days and express gratitude. Now, how fun is this? You don't even have to be specific. You can just reach out and tell them generally that they were involved in one of your remarkable days of the year. Or if you want, you could take the opportunity to be more personal. It's totally up to you. Wait until you see the reaction you get from this. It is so great. So there you go, the first five steps to the top 10 days of the year exercise. But you may also remember that I said that there were six steps. The sixth step is about what you can do to make more top days in the future. Step number six is about how to amplify your experience when you feel a top 10 day coming on. So here's the thing. Sometimes you can actually sense a top 10 day coming on. You can feel it, especially when you know how to think about it. And that's the point of talking about it now. As a reminder that the way you show up in the moment can really affect your experience. So if you sense that something amazing is happening or about to happen, you can actually lean into it more. You can actively amplify its power, the way you think, the way you relax, the way you engage, the way you're aware, the way you smile, the way you're present. And you know, when this happened to me, it didn't happen to me until I spoke to my uncle about it. So when I interviewed him on the podcast originally, he explained this and I was fascinated by it. And then a few months after that interview, it happened. I happened to be on a whale watch and you're thinking, but Susie, if you're in a whale watch, you're probably going to have a top 10 day. (laughs) And for me, that's true. But it felt different. And all I can tell you is it was kind of like a slow motion sizzle. It had energy because I was made aware that amplification was even a possibility. Like that idea was completely new to me. And I was really present. And it just occurred to me with that sizzle that there was like energy to it, energy to the awareness. It's hard to explain. But I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a top 10 day. And I have the ability, I have the power to focus on it, to make it bigger to amplify it. And I did. I just kind of relaxed into it. I smiled more. I was much more observant about what was going on. It was amazing. And I also um, am going to make a reference to this in the show notes, because I did do an episode about uh, talking about how to amplify. Um, but anyway, in the nutshell, that's what happened to me. There was kind of an energetic sizzle to the awareness, and then some glee. Like I felt tingly with excitement that I knew I had the power to amplify it. So I really want to leave you with that. So remember, this amplification can come from lots of different ways, the way you think, the way you're aware, the way you smile, the way you're present and in the moment, the way you relax, the way you engage, and so on. And these are the types of ways that you can amplify your experience, whatever it is, and be intentional about making it even more memorable and amazing. So there you have it, six steps to identify and enjoy your top days of the year more and more. This whole top 10 day thing is an amazing way to celebrate joy on purpose. This is the kind of tradition that I can really get behind. You know, for New Year's, I don't want to go out. (laughs) I don't want to find parking. I don't want to get dressed up. I don't want to deal with crowds. I don't want to stay up late. I love the idea of having something memorable and meaningful to do in my house, or you could do it with a group, like if you had a dinner party or something. It doesn't need to be uh, something you do alone, but you may want to do something alone. Actually, I do it at my desk because I want to look at my Google Calendar, and then I want to give myself some time to really think about the year, because not everything gets written down in a calendar. And I don't have a journal like that, but if you do, it'll really help. Anyway, I think this is an amazing tradition for New Year's. And I wonder what you think. I hope you like it. I hope it inspires you. And you know what? If you are inspired, I would love to hear about it. Just reach out and let me know. Let me know about one of your top 10 days. Let me know if you were inspired about amplification. I I really think there's so much to this idea, and I can't wait to hear from you. Okay, that's it for this episode. As you know, my focus as your midlife coach is to help you get unstuck, clear, and excited about your life again. As you know, that path forward is to learn to think on purpose. So ask yourself, are you ready to do this? Because if you are, I'm all in to help you do it. Seriously, if you're ready to change your life and learn the skills to unstick yourself with some masterful coaching, a top notch curriculum, an infusion of creativity and a warm, fun, and awesome community of like-minded women, let's talk about it. I would love to be able to help you get unstuck and happier and more fulfilled than ever before. So go ahead and book your momentum call at www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. For show notes and links, head over to www.susierosenstein.com and click the podcast tab and look for episode 283. Thanks so much for listening. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and I'll talk to you next week.